Have you ever wished for, dreamed for a day that is all about you? A day to reflect, to recalibrate, to recharge your inner batteries? Maybe a day to regain control of your schedule in your life? Ooh, give me that day, give me that day. Today's episode unveils the power of a mom's me time and strategy day. And I'm going to encourage you to clear a day, yes, an entire day, from your schedule. But don't worry, we're going to get some things done. And I have a few ideas for how you can do this. And then I'm going to walk you through a process that will help you address some administrative tasks that you've been putting off. We're going to reflect, 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 and we're going to get organized and engaged in some much needed TLC so that you can step into your next week, your next month, your next quarter with purpose, clarity, and confidence. Let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Before I jump into the details of a mom me time and strategy day, I wanna invite you to click on a link in my show notes. So in my show notes, I have a link to the Empowered Mom's Guide to Saying No. This provides you with some templates for how to say no. So if that's something that you struggle with, if you struggle with some boundaries, if you need to clear out some time in your day and you don't know how to do that, use these templates. You wanna make them yours. You want to use your own voice, you want to use your own situation, but they'll provide you with a framework to get it going so that you can thoughtfully, intentionally, and gracefully say no. Also, if you just want to have a little bit of fun, I also have a link in my show notes for a quiz. It is a what is your productivity nemesis quiz. It's super fun. And the results will give you some advice for how to address your productivity nemesis, as well as recommend some podcast episodes that are going to help you along the way. Both of these are super fun. Both are absolutely free. I love, love, love doing this. I, I have this wild, audacious goal to help 1 million moms be bold at work and be present at home. So these are some little things that I can gift to you to help you get there. So click on those links. Have a little bit of fun. Let's do this. So recently, recently I was working with a client and she is so wildly brilliant and caring and bringing so, so much to the world. And she and I share a struggle. We say yes. We say yes too much. And then we are overscheduled and we are overwhelmed. Any of you find yourself in a similar situation? You sit down to plan your week or your month and the amount on your to-do list kind of takes your breath away. Or maybe you wake up in the middle of the night in a panic, not sure how you're going to follow through on all the things that you've committed to. Yeah, I've been there way too many times, way too many times, and I ain't going there again because it is time to break free from busy. Here's the thing. We find ourselves in these positions because we care, because we're interested. We find ourselves in these positions 
because we're good people and we want to help and we want to contribute. But I'm learning a hard truth, and it's this. If I'm overscheduled, then I'm not truly committed. I'm going to say that again. If I'm overscheduled, I'm not committed. Ooh, so I've resisted this one because it really is a reframe. I've always thought the opposite. If I'm overscheduled, it's because I'm overcommitted. But here's the thing. When you are committed to too many things, you can't give anything the attention that it deserves. You can't commit, at least not fully and probably not in a way that you want to, not in a way that is satisfying, not in a way that is fulfilling. So I'm learning to reframe overscheduling as a lack of commitment because y'all, I want to commit. In high school, I love to collect quotations. I love to collect quotations. And there was a quotation that I would repeat over and over and over again. And it comes from a scripture in the Bible, but it's also close to a quotation that's attributed to Confucius. So who knows? But it is wherever you go, whatever you do, do it with all your heart. I've always wanted to show up that way. But what do you do when you're in it? When you're overscheduled and you're overwhelmed and anxiety is high and your time spent sleeping is low, how do you reset, recalibrate, and get back to healthy? That's today's episode. I've heard what I'm talking about today referred as an admin day. So Lisa Woodruff from Organized 365 calls it that. And for a long time, I just called it a catch-up day. I think other people maybe would describe this as a mental health day. And I think what I'm about to share with you is kind of a combination of an admin day, a catch-up day, and a mental health day. And for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to call it a mom's me time and strategy day. Most of my listeners are moms. If you're not a mom, you can just call it me time and strategy day. I'll go into more detail in a few minutes, but in a nutshell, this is a day that you take and you clear your schedule off completely. And you're going to spend a third of the day catching up, another third of the day engaging in quiet stillness and reflection, and the other part of the day strategizing and planning. So mom's me time and strategy day can be done once a month and you can plan for it. So when you sit down and you do your monthly planning, you can just clear off a day. I like Fridays for this, but you can just clear off a day and say, this is going to be my strategy day. In fact, if you're in a pattern of overscheduling, making sure that you do this for a three to six month period might be really, really helpful. This is also something that you can just have in your back pocket that when you start to feel that overwhelm creeping in, when you know that you really need a reset because you are veering into unhealthy territory fast, you can go, whoa, it's time for a mom's me time and strategy day. How can I put this into practice? Now, you might find yourself asking me, Danielle, I'm already overscheduled and overwhelmed. How in the world do I take a day off? I realize this isn't easy, but I want you to imagine what would you do if you got sick? What if your kids were sick? What if an emergency came up? How would you clear off your schedule then? In a pinch, we figure it out. So I want you to figure it out for yourself without you getting sick. Because if you are veering off into unhealthy territory, if you are already there, then this is an emergency. Now, I recognize that some of you might be in jobs where you don't have time off. So for example, if you're a nurse, you probably can't have like reflective time at work. Or if you're an elementary school teacher. If this is the case, I want you to ask your partner to step in or line up childcare for a Saturday or Sunday. You could even do this with your partner. You could go to a coffee shop or reserve a hotel room, but I want you to give yourself a day 
But if you work an office job where you do have some flexibility about what you do during your office hours, you could actually have your mom's me time and strategy day at the office and not have to take a day off because you are going to do some work. But I don't want you to have meetings and I want you to close your door or hide in your cubicle because you do need some space. So once you've cleared off a day, what do you do for mom's me time and strategy day? The order that you do things in is flexible. I'm going to suggest an order, but how you do it is a little bit up to you. You do you. But I want you to dedicate two hours to catching up, two hours to reflecting and relaxing, and two hours to planning and strategizing. If you normally work eight-hour days, this gives you another two hours to play with. All right, so let's talk catching up. This is the admin part of the day. I want you to think, what are some tasks that you just need to catch up on, but are more administrative in nature? So for example, in my job as a professor, this might be something like entering grades into the grade book or reviewing my program's budget. For my podcast, this might look like me entering my monthly KPIs or updating my podcast log. At home, it might be sitting down and paying bills or scheduling routine doctor's appointments. Or finally, taking the items I need to return back to the store. I like really put that off. But take two hours to dedicate catching up on tasks that are not the urgent ones. Many of these things are not urgent. And so we don't do them, but then they can pile up. So you do need to get them done before things get out of hand. So if possible, before your mom's me time and strategy day, I want you to make a big old list of administrative tasks ahead of time, and then I want you to think about how you could batch them. I haven't actually done an episode on task batching, but the idea is I want you to think through your tasks and think about how you can pair them together in a way that makes sense. So for example, what are things that you do at your computer? Put all of those tasks together. If you have tasks that involve you running errands, can you put those tasks together? If you're going to make phone calls, can you put all your phone calls together? By task batching, your catch-up tasks, you are going to be able to move move through them a little bit faster. And I want you to set a timer, and I want you to see what you can do in two uninterrupted hours. Y'all, it's sometimes amazing at how much you can accomplish during this time. I also want you to spend a few hours relaxing and reflecting. So after you've done your catch-up time, Again, you can play with the order of this if you want. You could put your catch-up time at the very end of your day. But I want you to spend a few hours just relaxing and reflecting. And do not skimp on this. If you are a recovering overachiever like me, you might be tempted to skip this part because it doesn't feel like getting things done or productivity. But friend, I want you to remember, why are you taking this day? You're taking this day because you're overwhelmed and you're overscheduled and you need a reset and you need recalibration. So this is the work. Take time to reread your goals. Grab a journal with some prompts in it. Get cozy, right? Go for a walk and just think about your life. What do you want? What's working? What adjustments do you need to make? How can you create more space in your life for joy, for connection? You might take some of this time to just read a book on personal development or to listen to some of my podcasts or other podcasts that inspire you and motivate you and help you reflect on what it is that you want in your life. This is important work. 
It is important work because it's going to help you prioritize. It is going to help you really connect to your values. It is going to help you create a clear vision for what you want your life to look like moving ahead. So do not skimp on this. Do not skimp on relaxing and reflecting. After you've taken some time to reflect, then I want you to plan and strategize. What insights did you glean while reflecting? How can you put those into practice? I want you to look at your schedule for the next month, and I want you to think what needs to go? What adjustments can you make to get closer to the life that you were imagining as you did your reflective work? What if you could put those things into practice right now? You also might consider what do you need to add, but I want you to be cautious when it comes to adding. I want you to add things that provide levity and promote your own mental and physical well-being. Really try to avoid adding things that are going to add pressure or add work to your life because I want you to create a strategy for living that honors your well-being. What would your day what would your day-to-day look like if your own well-being was prioritized? So I want you to give catch-up reflection and strategizing two hours each. And like I said, if you have more time, I want you to take a bath, take a nap, get your hair done, do the things that people usually consider self-care, but I want you to know that all of this is self-care. I have an episode, episode 70, called Reconsidering Self-Care, where I unpack three misconceptions about self-care. And Those misconceptions are that self-care is just always bubble baths and things that help you relax. That is important. Rest is important. But self-care is sometimes making those hard decisions to say no to things that are cluttering up our lives. So I really want you to recognize that all of this, all of this mom, me time and strategy day is an act of self-care. As I wrap up this episode, I want you to carry one key realization with you. The power of a mom's me time and strategy day is within your reach. This is possible. You can do this. And by dedicating a day to reflect, recalibrate, and recharge, you're not only making space for yourself, but you're recommitting to your goals with all your heart. Remember, being overscheduled doesn't equal commitment. This is a tough one. It often means you're spreading yourself too thin. And the act of reclaiming a day for yourself is a commitment to your well-being, to your goals, and to your loved ones. It's an investment in a more fulfilling and balanced life. So whether you call it an admin day, a catch-up day, or my newly coined mom's me time and strategy day, I encourage you to clear a day in your schedule and put yourself first. It's not a selfish act. It's an act of commitment to yourself and to others. Because if you are veering on the edge of unwell, you, you aren't going to be able to show up for others at work or at home in the way that you need to. So take those two hours to catch up on administrative tasks, take another two hours to reflect and relax, and take another two hours to plan and strategize. Don't forget to savor the remaining time, take a nap, go for a walk, do whatever makes your soul smile. I wish for you a day of peace and reflection a day to find your way out of busy and into a life with purpose and clarity. Remember, it's not about being busy. It's about being committed to what truly matters. So commit to yourself, commit to your dreams, and commit to living a life that honors your well-being. You've got this. Be well, friends. 
If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.